Calabici Fashion Cast. I'm Claire and joining me are, I don't know, the people that I consider my left hook and right hook in life. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Are you can we be my you? left hook, Brad. Am, am, are like we, like your hands, no, no, are you're... we hitting you? You're my, you're my hands. I've got a little Brad and, Brad and Tammy little hand puppet on my hands, and I'm like, nee, nee, nee. <laughs> oh my god. And are we, we have. Are coming through someone's chest, and then you're just hitting our. Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> that's so creepy. Uh, we have a, a special guest today, um, returning guest to us in life again, just like uh, uh, last week's Jonathan. It's Will! Yay! Yay! Because I keep forgetting it's your first appearance on this particular podcast. <laughs> yes. yes, I don't know anything about fashion, but <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> there is a We've wig sitting next to me. We've seen photos of you looking but... fabulous, Will. <laughs> yeah, there's a wig sitting right here, so... <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on. Yes. Nice. Nice. Well, I, I feel like uh, you don't have to know about fashion, but you have to be really judgmental, and I'm really good at that. So yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a, a bit of a salty bitch. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, can I just say, um, without spoilers, my favorite thing about um, the new Star Wars film Rogue One um, that filled myself and my friend Vicky with much joy is that it's full of salty bitches, and it was great. Oh. <laughs> there was just people throwing salt all over the place. So much Darth shade, Vader. yeah. There's so much shade, <laughs> <laughs> including a really salty droid. <laughs> <laughs> Forget BBA, I like salty, salty droids. <laughs> and I didn't realize until after the movie... Um who did the voice of that salty droid yeah, it's great so happy so great will have you seen quantum leap before no i haven't but back in the day when it was on i did see one episode um and i guess since we don't mind spoilers too much i can tell you what it was i looked it up to see which one it was uh, mm-hmm. when you started the podcast it's uh see episode 20 of season three it's a wrestling based episode Oh, I did yeah. watch that. That was the only one I'd ever seen before now. And you never went back, Will? What's wrong with you? Actually, I've been meaning to watch it for a year, so now <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you have this opportunity. So I'm going to try to sign up for that wrestling episode, because that episode kind of blew my young mind back then. <laughs> it revealed some truths about pro wrestling that I didn't know at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what quantum leap's all about is blowing people's minds with the <laughs> <laughs> all right well it is time for 60 second summary oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh i <laughs> forgot y'all do that <laughs> i tried to get rid of it will it wouldn't go away <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some stress related to this podcast. Much like a snoring al calavici it just kept coming back all right all of our names are on a list um, click, 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 and Tammy. <laughs> I feel like he's been saving that up. Now, take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about what happened in this episode, what people were wearing, what was going on. 
uh, whatever you need to summarize this in as close to a minute without going over or ridiculously under, and you will be going in three, two, one, go. Alright, so we start off with um, Sam getting knocked out, and he finds out he's a boxer, and he is being paid to take a nosedive in a future fight, which we could tell because there was a really sketchy dude in the audience of when he was boxing. Um, and uh, he is owned by nuns. His contract is owned by nuns. And so they want him to win the fight. And he has a, a little Marilyn Monroe girlfriend and she wants him to win the fight. So what should Sam do? Why he should try and learn to box in like three days. Because that's what you do. Um, we have workout montages where... He is not doing well. And then all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> Mr. Beckett becomes really hot. And, like, knows how to box all of a sudden. Um, yeah, and so he wins the fight. He bets on Muhammad Ali, wins a bunch of money, and everybody goes home happy. The end. <laughs> One minute, two seconds. God damn it. Oh. I'm going to blame it on some kind of weird delay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if you you know went ridiculously under then you would be a gold silver and bronze chump in reference to a certain outfit worn later in this episode oh mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right time for fun facts Claire you're up first um well my first fun fact that I was very excited to find out was um, Mr. Jake Edwards, the character in this in this episode, aka shady, big guy, kind of looks a little bit like Wolf Brimley, um, is played by Dean Stockwell's older brother, Guy Stockwell. Oh, uh-huh. that's his older brother. Oh, it's a family affair. Uh, what else? Um, so, Kiss with History, Sam Betts and the Muhammad Ali fight and wins. Uh, things we learned about Al. His neighbor sleeps in the day and rebuilds his car at night. Al has a house uh, outside the Project Quantum Leap complex. He snores, and he was a Golden Gloves regional champion at age 16. Yeah, um, there's not any Sam facts, but they also mention uh, Watergate again, because this is only mm-hmm. two years since uh, the last episode. We get another um, lady for Al as well. We get Denise. Well, De- Denise met at a party. She's writing his life story. Yeah. And banging him. So that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, I don't know if you had anything or not. It's not mandatory. I'm not going to. Yeah, well, a good friend of mine uh, got me the DVDs as an early Christmas present <laughs> or my wish list. Um, and yeah, Bakula does an intro for every episode, and he did oh, yeah, say I that. This as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did say that they brought in a heavyweight fighter to uh, train with him, like on at lunch and on the weekends. They would get together and train. I guess. <laughs> you can yeah, tell. Like he, he, like, it sounds like he really, really enjoyed like learning extra stuff for the episodes. You know, for the episodes, yeah. Whatever they, yeah. uh, like thinking of some stuff later on in the season as well, like whatever they threw at him, he was kind of like, yeah, cool, I'll learn that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Brad, what was going on? All right, so October 24th, Brad, what's happening? Um, <laughs> we got, uh, we got some things, not a lot, but, uh, 
Um, we got a, we got a movie coming out, super uh, popular at the time, super popular forever. Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, it's best film ever! Yes. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> also, I love that uh, As I mentioned, sorry on the on the Facebook uh, group. If you want it in the Facebook group, you need to join. Um, uh, it is the film that has one of my favorite characters wearing my favorite belts in it. That's reason enough to watch that amazing movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, also, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Um, Me. Airport, 1975. I guess. Um, even though it's 1974, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> uh, the only other thing of real import, of course, uh, Muhammad Ali versus... Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, George Foreman. But uh, whatever. Um, a, a month before this, <laughs> the most confusing things that Claire, maybe you can explain, um, because I've heard about it before, but I still don't quite get it. CFAX uh, launched on the BBC. Oh, okay, CFAX. So, <laughs> so CFAX was if you press like a special little button on your remote, um, it would bring up like text on the screen, and it would be there was like pages and pages of text. It was like super early internet thing i guess and you could that's how you could look at subtitles on uh television that was on or my mum and dad would sometimes like book holidays through it and you could find out like what was coming up on tv and things it was pretty terrible yeah it was like a wow. black screen with like colorful writing i'm pretty oh. sure that's what it was maybe i'm getting mixed up with teletext or they're the same thing i can't remember no, that's... I'm old. I've, I've got Swiss cheese memory. No, that's, 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 that's how I understand it. It's super weird sounding and uh, <laughs> don't know why we anything similar. You guys must have something like that. No. You guys must no, have something similar. that I know of. I mean, if we did, I didn't get it, but I didn't have a lot of things, so... Uh. <laughs> I can announce that you are getting CFAX uh, next year, apparently. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, President Trump's bringing it, bringing it in. <laughs> Making America great again. Congratulations, guys. Oh, my God. Mm. All right. You still uh, have to... <laughs> sorry. No, go ahead. You still have to live with that. Oh, it's coming. It's coming really soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell this, guys. <laughs> As I told Brad yesterday, it's all really funny and a big joke until it all hits and then it makes me sad and... Then something stupid happens, and I laugh again, and then I realize it's real, and then I'm sad again. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, ready to get into this week's episode? Yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah, so we start off with uh, Sam getting punched in the face. He's not quite sure what's happening, but... Can I tell you my first note? What? Because it's 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 for all you guys. So on the DVD, like we get the little, you know, previously on Quantum Leap, whatever, and uh, Scott Bakula's doing narration, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna watch this, and I'm gonna imagine what the narration would be like if it was by David Duchovny. No. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, even just doing this narration, which is not great, it's pretty bad. Scott Bakula is so much more of a charismatic actor. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, uh, every, I, I just kept thinking, what if this lead was David Duchovny? God. And I think maybe it's because we see Scott Bakula wearing his little like red cod piece later, and it reminded me of the little red speedos that Mulder wore. I um, 
I just wondered, you know, like, we've got things like Doogie Hauser, you know, talks over his computer at the end of his episodes. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Belvedere writes in his diary. And Scully, you know, even at some points, typed in the computer. And so she could do this voiceover. <laughs> Who is he talking to at the beginning of these episodes? <laughs> Talking to the audience. (laughs) This this has got to be the fucking pitch for the show. Like, this is it, and they just stuck it on there. Yeah. Oh, because it's it's so pitchy. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. It's kind of funny, because, like, I I forgot, like, they bring it up in this episode. Like, this is still the early days where they... It was a real focus on, like, getting Sam home, because obviously he's only just started leaping. And as we know, like the show goes on for years and you sort of forget about that, I think, a, a bit later because it's just like, oh, he's going to have a wacky adventure this week. But it's not so much about, oh, are they going to get him home? And they sort of bring it up in this one that, you know, that's kind of the focus. And they're trying to do this leap thing of, so I think, like slowly leaping him forward in time until he gets to the present, which is like 90 whatever. Um but it is, it is kind of funny for me watching this like with the little intro and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this was season one. Even without like the, the old boys at the end and a lot of the other stuff that kind of becomes iconic in the show later. Yeah. Because even just like before he gets punched out, he's like finishing his line. And then again, maybe he didn't. And I'm like, who are you talking to, Sam? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't... <laughs> Very confusing to me. He's talking to you, Tammy. Um, I'm also confused by the fact that we discussed the whole thing where he's physically leaping somewhere else, so it is his body, but everyone is just seeing the other person's, like, aura or image or whatever that other people are seeing. How do all all these clothes fit him? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I don't know, because later (laughs) on in the series, he leaps into, like, a small boy, so... (laughs) And a pregnant woman, I don't know. Yeah. These are the questions I have with this show. <laughs> I mean, I know those aren't the things we should focus on, but I do. <laughs> of course. But also, like, later on when Al appears at, to Sam, he can see uh, Kid Cody. Um, he can't see Sam. He can see Sam in the imaging chamber, you know, like Kid Cody as Sam. But he says, like, oh, you're looking good, Sam. You're looking trim and all this. But that's not Sam's body. That's Kid Cody's body. Well, I don't well, know. Well, it is Sam's body, but it's the. Oh, I don't know. I, my brain yeah, just I exploded. Thought, I thought Al sees him as Sam at all times. No, because. Well, no, because later on he. I'm sure, like, when Sam leaps into a woman, Al's like, oh, Sam. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like this. Yikes. <laughs> it's like, Al, calm down. Yeah, I mean, so far <laughs> it seems like they've made it. They've made it seem up until this point, but obviously we know all of this stuff is just fluid and they just change it around how they need to. But yeah, yeah. Cause that, that's really the true answer is there's yeah. nothing that actually is real. But because um, up until this point, I think he, it, they make it seem like he sees Sam as Sam and he just knows what the other person looks like because they're in this random waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, he's in the middle of this fight. He ends up punching the guy out and then apologizing for it. <laughs> oh, can I give another little bit of trivia? Sure. Um, so, uh, Tammy's favorite, Hunky Tom from, uh, oh, from yeah. the first episode. <laughs> worst character ever. And this guy, Kid Cody, uh, come back in the show. Oh. I'm not saying how, though. Winking at the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we also have an image of uh, a sketchy older dude in the audience where it's like, oh, was he supposed to throw this fight or the next? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. <laughs> I like that he wins by like an, a, an accidental kind of left backhand. It's just like me. And that's how yeah. it is. It's great. Like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> I got <it. laughs> And then his like coach or whatever takes him in the back. People are trying to interview him. And, and uh, Chalky won't let them. This guy, Chalky. Chalky, yeah, that's it. Because they're all going, oh, Chalky, have a heart. <laughs> 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 um, and then we get Sam looking in the mirror. Yep. At a rough looking boxer. A dude, you could tell has been boxing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like, just off the bat, like, I, I don't know why, but I went into this episode, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this episode. I think this is fun. And then I'm watching, I'm like, wait a minute. These are like. I, I don't know if I can think of two things that I, I'm going to find less fun than boxing and Christianity. Boxing and Jesus. Like, yeah, I don't like this one, this one at all. What am I thinking? <laughs> at the end uh, of Tammy, episode, important question. Who looked, who looked hotter, Tammy, doing boxing? Was it Skinner or was it Sam Beckett? Um, well, Skinner, I think. But Sam didn't look uh, hot doing boxing. It was the working out. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, Sam didn't look like he really knew what he was doing. No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's getting fixed up, and then the nuns come in. Okay, we gotta talk. <laughs> this young nun this. in this first scene, I was the like, nuns. this this young nun, she wants him. The way oh, she's yeah. looking at him. We okay, we gotta talk about like, oh. we gotta talk about actors right now. Yeah, go Brad, go. <laughs> um, first of all, the older nun is uh, Miss Hathaway from uh, uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Also, oh. I, Brad, I found out something else she was in. Let me uh, look at my notes. Hang on. Because I was like, ooh, uh, Brad would be interested in this. I've just got to find my note, though, because you've beaten me to it. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Uh, where is it? Uh, well, I know she used to be in Jack Benny, so I thought that would interest what? you, Brad. Yeah, no. she was in uh, the older nun. She was in Jack Benny. Oh. But she was also in... Oh, here we go. Uh, she was in the creepiest sounding television series I've ever heard of from 1953. Um, also, sorry, she was in Jack Benny and Twilight Zone, so very cool. Uh, she was in a television series called, from 1953 called Make Room for Daddy. Oh, yeah. I Ooh, that. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Um, the oh, say, younger nun, she was in that episode of Millennium. Um, the one that was basically the Catherine episode, she was the woman that Catherine was trying oh. to save from the incest family. Oh, oh wow! Mm. Yeah, and uh, just she to jump to it, later when we see uh, um, uh, the uh, priest guy, that is Pops Arquette of the entire Arquette yeah. run. Whoa! <laughs> Pops Arquette, known for <laughs> fathering the Arquette. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> all the stars. All the stars in this up. Um, I was just disturbed by, yes, this nun kind of like wanting Sam and Sam semi-flirting with the nun. And I was like, what? Yeah. Hi, Sam, you don't know what's happening in this story yet either. Calm down. Also, this guy, Her, Chalky, he looks like he's chewing on a Q-tip. And I was like, that's gross, Chalky. What are you doing? Yeah. Are you chasing me out of Dreamcatcher? What the hell? Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, well. I'll say, was she the one getting the sports analogies mixed up? Like you knocked them out in the ninth inning or something like that? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. After a while, I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> All the older nuns looked the same to me after a while. I was like, I don't know. It's old ladies in a in a habit. I don't <laughs> I don't know who these people are. <laughs> um so we get our first look at uh Sam's current 1974 wardrobe. Uh, okay. What the hell? Pants. <laughs> what is with these pants? I love this outfit. My god. Like this. he wears these like leather jackets throughout the film, uh, throughout the episode, sorry. Okay, fine. Um he's wearing like a black turtleneck or it's like dark blue, a brown belt, white shoes, and then these these checkered flares like with with all the pleats. Like, <laughs> I just can't. And then it was really distracting because they are so big. But then they kept, like, shooting, like, really, like, close on, like, when he's walking away or walking towards the camera. So we got a lot of, like, arse and crotch shots in these pants. And I was like, no! I don't, I don't want to know! Just take them away! They were, they, yeah. They were terrifying. But Brad loved them. I, I, lo- well, I, I more than so the turtleneck and the jacket. But I'm okay with the pants because it's, it's so Ooh. 1974. I'll- yeah, I like the checker pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah, Brad. Like... Does this mean you're going to wear these under your smoking jacket? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll wear it with my turtleneck. Obviously, come on. <laughs> I just, you know, I hate, as we are starting to realize, I hate turtlenecks. So hated the turtleneck. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I hate flares. I can't oh. be with flares. Yeah, I was meh with the pants. I really like the jacket though. I like Although jacket. I felt like the jacket was like a little long in the sleeves because it seemed like they had to roll it up to make it fit him properly. Like we'll on talk the about oversized jackets later, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom put me in turtlenecks. I always hated them, so I, I can understand that. I bet you were adorable, Will. Yeah, I probably was, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we're learning about where uh, this nun wants her church to be, and she's she's wearing not one but two massive crosses. <laughs> yeah, gross. Just so I'm like, know. whoa, double crossing it. Okay, <laughs> like double denim. You just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I'm pretty sure we'll see Sam in some double denim at some point in the show. <laughs> um, and so we also have this the uh thing brought out about them owning his contract yeah so i i didn't understand at all (laughs) and i'm like maybe inherited the contract from like i was it was it the the boxer's uncle or somebody that owned it and then sold it to them it was something like that i I was like i don't like that that's weird Why, why does somebody own a contract for you at all like i'm i'm so con- i really am confused i don't understand it i just went with it because i was like i'm not gonna get this so yeah. <laughs> whatever just, in case you haven't yeah. realized yet um uh, we, we're all about the fashion not so much about the sport <laughs> as you know from when we talked about baseball as well, well I, I, come on, I know all the sports facts uh clearly i've, I've demonstrated that well, Bra- yeah brad knows all the sports i'll facts. probably give you some more sports quizzes <laughs> this episode <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're the ones setting him up on fights and they get part of his money. Maybe like a promoter or something. They're like Don King. They're the Don King of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I wish Don King were in this episode. Uh, uh, Then we have Al showing up. Okay. (laughs) 
Right, this outfit. Okay, let's go through it. Black trousers. Okay, fine. I'm kind of liking the copper shoes. I can deal with them. I love the copper uh, shoes. I, I love the copper shoes. <laughs> Even this peach and coral shirt. Okay, fine. Black yeah. tie. We can't really see any detail of the tie. We get some detail later. This jacket. Oh. Uh. <laughs> are, you, are you about to get in a microwave, Al? What the hell? <laughs> no, don't get in a microwave, whatever you do. Oh, no. no, you'll, you'll like die. Gold <laughs> and silver and copper jacket. A foil and like there's a bit later where he's wearing it and he's talking to Sam and it looks like he's got a backpack on under this jacket because the jacket is so big there is so much fabric it's, it's on like his jacket added, and it's got like pockets they, on the sleeves and oh it's like they added extra I, fabric to the collar like that's the yeah. craziest part to me because it just like it's, it's so too much weird. and it's it also so looks strange. like he's got like a Star Trek Star Trek transporter pin or something on his yeah. jacket. Like, what? What is that? What is this jacket. I kind of like his outfit later when he takes the jacket off. But, Al, Al, baby, I know you're not getting much sleep. And I'm going to I'm gonna use that as the excuse for this jacket, Al, because I cannot with this jacket. Yeah, it hurts my eyes to look at it. Um, but again, I, I'm I pretty sure stuff. you could cover the entire of the Voyager spaceship. Like outside, you know, when you cover them with foil with this jacket. Um, but uh, the thing I cannot abide by, and, and Brad will back me up on this, he lays down on the fucking ground. <laughs> but did you oh. like that there was conveniently but... placed cardboard where he lays down? <laughs> That's the only but he lays the down entire... on the floor later, too. <laughs> he, well, first of all, he isn't laying down on, on the ground. He's laying down in the imaging chamber on the floor, which yes. is still gross. On the floor! It's, no, I agree. <laughs> but just to clarify, he is he is in, like, apparently, like, a clean room, um, whatever. I, I don't know how clean it is. It's definitely not clean enough to lay on the floor, because it never is. But <laughs> it's not the gross ground that uh, um, Dean Stockwell laid down on. <laughs> He's protected by have, that jacket. I, I also love the like huge, massive ring that Al wears. It's oh, he always like, wears it. I love I know. it. It's just so fun. I just don't think we've mentioned it before, and it really, it really pops with this bronze jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's like just his ring that he's just like, yeah, I'm going to wear this. My ring. Yeah, whatever. yeah pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we learn about his neighbor that works on his car in the middle of the night. So, yeah. I really thought this was going to lead to Sam diagnosing the problem with the car based on the sounds Al was making. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird that later on it it doesn't, the story just doesn't kind of end. It's just like, oh, well, why didn't you record it and play it back? And he's like, okay, I will. And that's the last we hear of it. It's like, I guess it got sorted. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then we've got a car pull up yelling to Sam. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Which the guy, that boxer that he looked in the mirror. That's not a kid either. Like, <laughs> I was no. not young either. But it's his nickname, Tammy. It's his nickname. He's oh, grown out of that guess. nickname. <laughs> Yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> he, can't be, he can't be Kid Cody anymore. It can't. He can't. Yeah, <laughs> no. Middle aged man, Cody. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Edwards wants to see him, and we see Mr. Edwards and his <laughs> striped his, uh, suit, and he's wearing doing the crime of wearing stripes and spots together because he's wearing a stripy suit and a spotty tie, and I was like, don't know about this. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind mixing prints, 
But the only thing I could say is I swear my grandfather had that tie. I am almost positive <laughs> like that, where it's like kind of fade in and out of co different colors and different shades. I'm like, I'm almost positive my grandfather had that tie. That tie, that tie was enormous as well. Well, it's yeah. it's it's large. It's wide, but it's short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super short because he's got he's got it like um, unfastened to make it longer. Like, and it's not quite there. <laughs> Uh, they're also, him and his, uh, Mr. Edward and his friend are so close to Sam in this backseat. <laughs> Just like Sam, so cuddled Sam up. Sam looks like this. a little kid because he's got like yeah. his, his knees up by, by his chin. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just he has nowhere else to put his legs. I mean, <laughs> I'm surrounded. I can't, when, um, so when the radio comes on and they're talking about the Muhammad Ali fight and fucking Grossy McGee puts his hand over Sam's mouth. I'm like, yeah. nope, <laughs> fuck that. At that point, I would punch the shit out of all those fools. I don't care if they're going to kill me. I'm, I'm ready to die. Like, get your hand off my face. <laughs> oh, Gross. Brad, we'll get to Grossy McGee in, in a bit as well, because I was like, I, there was the scene in the bar, and I was like, I think Brad's actually having a heart attack watching this right oh, yes. now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they tell Sammy he's going to um, have to take a nosedive in the next fight and uh, they threaten him with shooting his they were going to shoot his legs they weren't going to kill him just shoot his kneecaps he's going to get a little board like um, little deep Roy out of X-Files you know and he's going exactly. go people's butts like that <laughs> <laughs> what a life for Sam would lead then <laughs> he'll never quantum leap out of that <laughs> Oh. <laughs> We learn that the, this guy has been letting him win ten, like ten fights up until this point as well. Yeah. Um, and then after even this next fight, it's not like they're gonna let him stop. It, this is just like the beginning of him, really. He's a full-on uh, Jack Murdoch out Daredevil. Exactly. Got little little blind son at home. <laughs> <laughs> we never meet the blind son, but yeah, probably. Oh, he's there. It's fine. <laughs> So Sam goes up to his apartment where we meet his girlfriend. Oh my god, I love her. Yeah. I <laughs> love her as well. I, she is the best. She is the best thing in this episode, and I love her with all yeah. of my heart forever. Yeah. Uh, another thing I, I I kind of love in this apartment, I have to mention, is I love their like multicolored, super plastic, cheap looking beaded uh, beaded curtain. Oh yeah. Um, I, love I really like it. <laughs> I always wanted one of those as a kid in my room. Yeah. Those are those are fun. Um, also, during this scene, uh, Sam takes off the jacket, and we just got turtleneck and pants. Um, and I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm officially 100% with the pants and turtleneck. Oh yeah, oh. that looks much better. Yeah, super rad. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Turtleneck. No, thank you. Um, I do like that she says, "Oh, I made your favorite," and he's like, "I like my favorite." <laughs> <laughs> um, her dressing gown. It's like a normal dressing gown, but like they've like with the, I, I don't like the crepe paper neckline and cuffs, like yeah. super, super pleated. Anything that's pleated, not a fan of. Take those pleats away. Yeah, it's cause it's supposed to be like ruffles, but you can tell it's just like a really cheap, cheap robe. So mm -hmm. it's made with like cheapy fabric. She's adorable though. I love her. Yeah. Yep. She's yeah. so fun. She and kind of I reminds like, me of like Audrey out of Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. 
And I like the relationship. Like, usually, um, well, usually, like, we've only done two other episodes. But um, <laughs> in some of the past episodes, like, Sam has taken the place of real douchebag dudes, right? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this guy is, like, probably a really good guy. He's, I think he's throwing fights just to make money. Because I think he really, shop. yeah, for the donut shop. So I'm like, I like that, and I like her in this relationship. I just, yeah. she's just so cute. Um, and this actress, Terry Copley, was also in the film Brain Donors, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's a remake of uh, the Marx Brothers movie, uh, Night at the Opera, with uh, John Turturro. Nice. Nice. Um, I like her line when she talks about her breasts and says the mountains are starting to come to Mohammed. Yeah. I was like, I, I feel ya. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that her secret hiding place for the money is this little pink pillow. Yeah. <laughs> this little pink heart pillow. She um, And so we also meet Roscoe. I love it when she opens the door and yep. Roscoe kind of gives her that look as if to go, oh, and she just shuts it on him. It's great. Oh, yeah. She can't stand Roscoe, and with good reason. So, um, All the levels yeah, of gambling in this episode just give me a headache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when they explain it at the end, like they're like, this is how much money we won. And this much is going to this, and this much is going to that. So Roscoe owes you this, and I was like, I didn't understand any of that. I'm like, I don't either. Okay. Um, like, how did, how much, how, what are we basing the the amount owed on? Like, how, how did they calculate that yeah. so fast? How, what's happening with his contract now? What are these I, odds I based know. on? Like, I don't understand. I yeah, I understand gambling about as much as I understand baseball, uh, i.e., not at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she throws the money at Roscoe. She tells uh, her boyfriend, we don't need to do that anymore. Um, and yeah, he's off to go stay with the nuns. Yeah, okay, because here's another, I, I don't understand this fully. The nuns want him to move in with them to save money. Mm. So, so are they pay they're paying Yes, they're paying for everything for him. They own his contract, and so it makes it seem like they basically have to financially back him in everything he does. That's so weird. And then they get all of the winnings from him, I guess. But you know, when he's, he's got this place, thing. he's got this place with Dixie. Like, so who's paying for that now? Because that pl- it's no. not like they move out. She's not no, moving, unless she's he. Unless he just lives with her, and that's her place. So, yeah, and if that's... The but case, then the nuns would still have to be paying. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's the case, why doesn't he just stay living there and just train with the nuns? Like, why does he gotta move in with the nuns? I don't know. Keep living with your girlfriend. Just because is. that, like, like Sister Mary, what's-her-face, wants to, um, um, wants to bang him, so she wants him to move in. Yeah. And then we get to see a lot of Dixie. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Yes. <laughs> she uh, really, really loves her donuts as well. <laughs> Everything's like a reference to donuts. I was like, I appreciate this. I like donuts. So do we assume he slept with her then? That Sam slept with her before going to oh. the nuts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did. She did. How do you not? Yeah. <laughs> it would be rude not to. Ah. And but if then... this is Sam's body, I mean, does she not... Notice that there's anything different? 
But Will, it, he's projecting the aura of Kid Cody. Okay. <laughs> I am it's Will Physical. <laughs> okay. I'm so just gonna say, you know, when he play, when he like leaps into an, uh, a double amputee later in the series, and he's going around, and he's just, you know, projecting the aura of a double amputee. He actually has legs that are there, but nobody like feels his legs, his ghost legs. <laughs> I don't know how it works. It's nothing but mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. Um. So he goes to the church. There's flowers waiting for him there. Oh, in a bed next them. to the boxing <laughs> I thought he just went I'm having these flowers next to my bed <laughs> okay that's weird um, but he does sleep next to the boxing ring which is weird too yeah um, these nuns have built him a full gym yeah that's where all their money's going yeah. well it seems like the priest is like all about boxing as well and these nuns seem really into it so I feel like they just keep buying out like boxers contracts yeah. <laughs> that, that's their thing <laughs> well you know this was a time before the catholic church had uh, to why don't they use lawsuits? that money that they spent on the contracts <laughs> yeah why don't they use the money that went towards the contracts to go towards the, the chapel i don't know i still don't <laughs> i don't understand how they actually make money i don't understand this contract <laughs> i'm trying to make sense of it and i don't get it <laughs> well i mean okay so well, the contract, I guess, being th they're making money off of the fight, so I guess it's, like, attendance and ticket sales and things like that. But, and I guess the more he wins, I guess the more uh, matches he'll be in, so I guess they get, like, a cut of that. Yeah. But still. But they make it seem like this next fight is the big one, so as long as he wins that fight, they're, they're done with his contract all they need is that money to build the chapel how much fucking ticket sales are coming in from that yeah that's that's the well he, he's I, gonna see, be the champion the, like, of I it's, the, it's the championship yeah uh, but i i don't understand how I, they make more money unless they're actually gambling on on the fight yeah exactly that's that's what well, i guess there's prize oh, money I, they are. I guess there's prize okay, money in there i guess they get a percentage Maybe that's it that's it yeah, but still, yeah. how right. much is the, how big is the prize that they're getting a, a a cut of? Like it can't be that big. Well, I don't know, Brad. We went to AKC yesterday, and oh, it was fifty thousand dollars for the winning dog. So <laughs> that's true. I was I was like surprised later on when they say um, that they're giving the church like twenty thousand dollars, and that's going to be enough. I mean, I know it's it's back in the ye old days, but I was like, that's enough to build a, a chapel. Really? Yeah. Like stone and stained glass and all that? That seems awfully cheap. Yeah. I, another thing about this episode, it's just, it's, like, I don't know, it's it's the 90s, and we we really have, like, no limitations on uh, um, the normalization of Christianity at all fronts. It's like, there's no question yeah. that, like, there's anything else. And, like, not that they have to do that, but I'm like... It's always like, oh, building a church is definitely a good thing. Spending money on a church mm -hmm. is a good thing. Being a nun is a good thing. And I just, I can't deal with that. Like, yeah. no question on that but at all. But that's like in X-Files as well. You know, it's like you said, yeah. it's like a yeah. thing. It's just, ugh. And the fact that Sam's a part of it. I'm like, Sam's a quantum physicist with a million degrees. Like, that's gross. Yeah, in this episode, Sam is kind of very definitely on the 
kind of talking about the big guy upstairs oh, and yeah. like looking up at the sky and um because you know there's like the whole question through the like watching the whole series is you know is it is there um someone pulling the strings in terms of like with um sam leaping you know is it um some kind of divine force is it fate is it you know whatever you don't really know i like it no. just being kind of open yeah. you just don't know what it is and I'm um, not, but this episode is very much on that. And I'm not saying they that, have to, um, like, put out, like, a, a, you know, they have to put an opposing view or anything. No, that's fine. Like, the majority of people in the United States are Christians. Or, you can or do that. Mulder just pops up. It's, but <laughs> the, thing, the thing that bothers me is that it's just that default, um, the Christian thing is definitely good. Like, the fact that yeah. this woman stays is, like, a nun and gets her faith is a good thing. They build a church, it's a good thing. Like, they don't do anything except that. Like, nothing good, nothing that I consider good really happens in this. Well, to be honest, I'm, I'm very much of the whole thing of if this is what makes her question her, her faith, you know, the, the events in this episode, then her faith wasn't that strong to begin with. Well, and but that's, that's the thing. Like, by Sam, by Sam, yes, by Sam going back in time, this woman remained um, a faithful nun, so I gave up anything else in her life, and 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 only thing she was able to do was to, like, fulfill this, like, weird, like, guilt thing about, like, her parents' death, and it's like, these are not the right lessons. And we're yeah. building a church, which is problematic in itself, and it's a Catholic church, which is even more problematic. In the 70s, triple problematic. How many more kids got raped because of what Sam did? Oh, no! <laughs> oh, Sam... What you done? Look, Brad, I have hey, to defend Sam's good, actions Brad, though because you know, like he's opening a donut shop with Dixie. Exactly, no important part of this episode. That's true. It's all about Dixie. I, but I love anyway. donut shops. You know what I love more than I love donut shops? I love four devils gathering in a donut shop to talk about their dealings with mankind. <laughs> uh, my favorite episode of Millennium, and that would not maybe exist if Sam and Dixie were not making donut shops so uh, so popular. So, thank you, Dr. Sam Beckett. <laughs> uh, so I like to I... think that is the real that, that is the real achievement of this episode, not building this church. It's <laughs> building the donut shops. Yes. No, really. Uh, so we've got uh, Al sleeping on the floor again. Now he's dreaming about Tina. Yeah, and what? Uh, and this is worrying. Where he's like, get in the closet, Denise. I'm like, Whoa. yep. <laughs> no, don't do it, Denise. Don't do it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and he's still wearing the biggest jacket ever. This is where he looks like he's wearing a backpack under his jacket. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. But when he takes his jacket off, I like the outfit a lot better. Because then he reveals the little cherry on top of this outfit, which is leopard print braces. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And then his tie <laughs> is like this little black tie and it's got sparkles on it. And at the very end, it's like bronze, gold and silver. I love it. Yeah, because all we see before was that the black portion of that tie. And I was like, whoa, yeah. that's a sparkly black tie. But then to see the whole thing, I'm like, oh, that is fancy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and this is where we learned he used to box, and um, he wants to teach Sam to box. But Sam is like, "Yeah, you're a hologram, dude. I I can't learn to box through you." <laughs> I think you can though. Like, why? Uh, yeah, I mean, it works look, later. He flew a rocket 
to Mo- yeah. almost Mach 3 with <laughs> you going to say to Mars you can rock it to Mars <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah this is this and then we get wonderful CGI of him going through Sam's hand <laughs> yeah it's great this whole subplot of Al being like sad that he's that Sam doesn't want to train with him is really weird it's really weird because like later on he looks like there's a bit at the end of a scene and Al looks super sad and then kind of goes and I was like why is he super sad like I didn't understand why <laughs> Cheer up, Al. It's fine. Because they're friends, and he wants to train his friend. So weird. Like, I mean, maybe there was, like, a subplot that got cut where it's, like, um, Al really misses his boxing days, and, like, it's, it's, this is his chance to, to, I don't know, something more to build this up, but it's, (laughs) cut out, cut out the stuff about the being tired because of your neighbor's car, and talk more about, like, how much you used to love boxing and how much you miss it, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't get any of that. All we get is this next scene in a bar. (laughs) Okay, I want to go through this. Okay, so this guy pours the, I don't know what drink it was, gin, I don't know. He's drinking the beer, he's pouring this gin, the spirit, whatever it is, into the glass. Then he pours the beer he's just drunk out of into the glass. Then he coughs on his hand, picks up a slice of orange pours the tequila through the orange so all the germs are um, in that drink now and then all the people at the bar hold this piece of ice throw it, throw it back and forth and then put it into the glass so my question is what would you rather drink Brad this drink or the drink that um, Scully made for Mulder in the X-Files that consists of lemon sardine juice and <laughs> slow <slow-blow> water <laughs> in the episode.com you know what? I think I'll just kill myself instead. Like I think that's Brad, you've got to drink one of them. It's the rules. <laughs> Guess what? I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Uh, oh. Yeah. How yeah. is it smoking? <laughs> is, are, they, are they throwing Where dry did they ice? Get the dry ice? Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, really. So it's got pieces of everyone's skin on it, too. Oh, but it's smoking before they put the ice in, so that's not the dry ice, that's just ice. Mm. Where's this guy getting dry ice from in, like, this year? Yeah. I don't don't know what's making this drink smoke, and it's freaking me out. (laughs) So gross. Because it just starts smoking on its own. Like, we don't see him put anything in there to make it smoky. It's just the mixture of bacteria. It's just a cause oh, God. chemical reaction. Uh, oh. And then when he's drinking it and there's like a toothpick or something in there. Oh, yeah. oh God, it's so gross. <laughs> and it's, it's like a half a toothpick at that. Yeah. It's even weirder. Yeah. Mm. Luke Cage would not approve of this cocktail making. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's, it's they might good. do this at Josie's bar, but not at Home uh, <laughs> Uh So he's gonna try to talk Chalky into training him for realsies. <laughs> this guy isn't Chalky. This guy is what's his name, Mister oh, Gomez. I thought, oh, no, I thought Chalky. He's Gomez. Chalky's like the older, the bigger guy, um, who was chewing on the uh, the Q-tip earlier. But I don't think we see him again. Yeah, oh, okay. Scene. Yeah, he just disappears. I don't know where he goes. They named someone Chalky and then only put him in one scene? What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, huh. That's why it's a, it's a mystery. <laughs> there he is. Mr. Gomez is not a fun name. 
I'm That's just going to rename him. This is the new Chalky. <laughs> okay. Chalky Gomez. Gomez Chalky is the, the new Chalky. <laughs> um, Alright, so then we get Mr. Edwards in here with some chicken, like this older woman in this yeah. red dress that I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and her hair reminds me of um, early era Kate Bush. That's what her hair looks like. <laughs> But maybe it's the red dress, and I'm just thinking of, like, Kate Bush in the Wuthering Heights video. Maybe. And she's got, like, the red nails to go with it and everything. Yeah, and then the lipstick and the bag, yeah. And we learn that um, Chalky Gomez has taken a dive in the past as well. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about Chalky Gomez's moustache? It's like... It's like a kind of... A kind of Sir Terence of Quinn moustache going on. In that it's not like a big, magnificent moustache, kind of no. like a Kurt Russell or a Sam Elliott or um, a Tom Skerritt. Um, but it's not like a little John Waters caterpillar moustache. It's kind of in the middle. It's like a, a, a Sir Terence of Quinn moustache. And I, I approved like, of it. Uh, I was like, got even colour, even coverage. Like it, liking your, your facial hair work, Mr. Gomez. I don't know. There were certain scenes where it looked like a stick-on moustache to me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know if that's his natural mustache, but... I want to know, I mean, it might be. why is he wearing that same hat in every scene? Oh, he looks like a little sailor. Like, inside, <laughs> outside, like, it doesn't matter. He's always wearing that hat. Isn't I, I would think it's supposed to remind us of the dude from uh, the Rocky oh, movies. Because yeah, doesn't yeah. he wear yeah. the hat all the time in the Rocky yeah. movies, too? We get the knockoff Rocky music later, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess maybe if you you are uh, training boxers and you wear that hat, you're not allowed to remove it. That's true. It's a rule. <laughs> you're guaranteed to win. <laughs> Did I pass a test? What's <laughs> <laughs> test? Uh, uh, you know, Brad always has our our quizzes for us, yep. our sports quizzes. That was, so. Yep. Uh, you got it. You want a trick question? <laughs> Almost got you. Almost got you. <laughs> well done, Tammy. Uh, so he's gonna practice boxing uh, in front of all the nuns, and Dixie shows up, and that flirty nun is none too happy. <laughs> I love Dixie so is much. None too happy. Ellie? None oh. too happy. Um, I love Dixie. I do not like the little ribbons they put in her hair from now until the end of the episode. No, and this, like, I, I'm not that keen on this this dress. Um, this red dress because it kind of yeah. looks like it's made out of wool, and all I could think of was, oh, that's gonna make you really sweaty and gross. Um, but I like her her green and like um, yes. red jewelry jeweled yeah. uh, bracelet where it looks like she's wearing like giant rubies and emeralds. Yeah. I like that. That was cool. She look. I mean, it's just so funny because like the jewelry is it. Well, everything she's wearing as accessories from the bag to the jewelry, everything from to the little ribbon. It's almost like. They just went into their costume closet on set and were just like, I don't know, this is red, she's wearing red, let's just throw this on her. Yeah. But it works for that character because that's what that character would do, is like, <laughs> oh, I'm wearing a red dress, let me put on everything red that I own. <laughs> but that's why I thought, like, the, um, the little ribbons in her hair kind of suited her. Not that yeah. I like them, but I thought they suited the character because she's kind of, like, a bit childlike, this character. Yeah. And it just reminded me of like a little a little kid's hair. It just didn't make any sense. Like it's like on the end of like a strand of hair. I don't. It's very. <laughs> weird. It's like her ponytail later though. It's really not. 
yeah. clearing the hair away from her face because her hair's everywhere. Yeah, because they kind of look like they're trying to pull her hair to the side in this little ribbon, but she's got so much more sticking out on the other side that I'm like, I don't... Mm. Why, why are you wearing the ribbon? I don't get it. And of course, as the scene progresses, even though it's only like 30 seconds, obviously they've been filming for a while because more and more of her hair comes out. <laughs> 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 so continuity with the hair is not quite there, but that's okay. Uh, Sam gets knocked out by the priest. <laughs> yeah. Also, before they do the um, the fight with the priest, uh, doesn't he say something like, "Oh, what does he say about his beard? Don't trip on his beard." What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. This guy doesn't have a beard. He <laughs> doesn't have a beard. <laughs> I think he's just trying to say how old he is. You know, uh, oh, you know, Pop's Arcetti. He shaves his beard right before he fights. <laughs> Old just, Rip Van Winkle pops our cat. Just so nobody trips on it. It's a safety hazard, really. Mm. So, uh, let's see. So they're they throw a whole bucket of water on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, some of that had to go up his nose. How painful was that? Yeah. Can we also talk about how the fact, I, I understand, like, in boxing, some people have got some towels, but every single nun has a towel on hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess they were ready to clean up that water spill. <laughs> <laughs> they knew they had a bucket of water at some point to clean up. <laughs> like, how many towels are required for boxing? <laughs> These fools are going to be doing laundry all day. You can't have at least one, because you've got to throw in the towel, Brad. <laughs> Do I get a point for sports knowledge? Yay! Oh, yes, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Hooray! So now we sp- start the uh, workout um, <laughs> montage. With the, the, the faux Rocky intro, because it's like... And then it like goes into the quantum leap music, and it was delightful. This is the goofiest training montage ever. It's like they use all the wackiest takes. Yeah. Like the looks on the looks he makes, like the faces he pulls, are just hysterical. <laughs> priceless. <laughs> this was up there with the training montage from the FP. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, and, and this little nun just there by his side the entire time. Ugh. He's not skipping. Yeah, she's skipping with him, and he stops because he's like, "Hello, get out of my jump rope." <laughs> <laughs> It's a safety hazard. She so wants him. She wants him. Um, and Sam is not looking very excited. Because for some reason, you know, he... I don't understand why he thinks he's going to be able to learn to box in, like, three days. Well, he learned to, to fly a plane. Did he? He didn't learn <laughs> to fly a plane. <laughs> he had Al there, and then he was super slow at it. <laughs> Yeah, true. Which is why you should have Al there to tell him where to punch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, really? He didn't learn to box. Al was there to save his ass again. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for Al. Absolutely. Um, and so <laughs> then in the middle, he goes for this jog with the nun. And she tells him. And he that- looks like he's like, <laughs> when we first see him, he's wearing like this dark blue tracksuit with yes. the green thing over the top. But his, his hood is super pointy. He looks like a little elf <laughs> running along. <laughs> like, I gotta deliver these presents before Christmas. Whoa! Well, that hoodie looks like it's too small for him. Like the blue yeah. hoodie underneath. 
Because like even on the sleeves, it's it's too small. Well, he's he's got to make sure uh, he gets the tr pieces of the Triforce uh, so he can rescue Princess Zelda. <laughs> 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 oh my god he pulls out a musical instrument I'm done <laughs> <laughs> and of course whenever we see anyone running along holding bricks I'm immediately brought back to uh, our friend Jason began running at the start of Monkey Shines with his bricks going I love to be able to walk I hope I don't get hit by a car I sure do love having legs that work. Wee! Woo! <laughs> I love running with my bricks. <laughs> Anytime I watch any TV show or movie that does something like that, like showing off something the person's going to lose, all I think about is monkey shines. That's the only thing I think about. <laughs> of course. Oh. oh. Um, so, yeah, she tells them the sad sack story of how she lost her entire family. Okay. What the hell is this? She says that she was living in a, in a tree house? Did oh. I mishear that? No, no, no. It's even weirder. And this also explains yeah. why she's a nun. Because she's like, well, let me tell you about my childhood. You see, I used to live in a castle. And Sam's like, what? Oh, not really a castle. It was actually a tree. No, you, what are you talking about? You see, I had a tree house and I, I used to hang out there all the time and pretend I was a princess. Okay, let's backtrack. First of all, you didn't live in a castle. Second of all, you didn't live in a treehouse. You had a treehouse, and you pretended you were a princess. Like, this ability to completely ignore reality and live in your own fantasy world, that's why yeah. you're a nun. I thought that maybe she wasn't killed in the fire because she was living in the treehouse. Is that why she wasn't killed in the fire? Did she set the fire? What's happening? She, like, set the fire in the house and just sat in the treehouse and watched her house burn down. Mm, think that. Maybe. Her mother, her father, and both of her brothers were killed. And then she went and lived from uncle to uncle. Ooh. Were there no make, females make in this family to, to, to make yeah. It was super disturbing when she said that because then she said, like, bad things had happened where she ended up living on the street. And I was like, yeah, you were probably like molested by all your uncles. This is a terrible story. Why are you reliving this? Yeah. Uh, and well, then when she know, was- When someone's being molested, you know who's there with open arms? The Catholic Church. <laughs> Catholic Church. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, so a nun comes and saves her off the street, I guess. I don't even remember. <laughs> no, she, she wandered into like a church um, ah. and snuck in to, to sleep, and then a nun found her, and oh, okay. um, didn't treat her like garbage, that so nun, she's like, I'm gonna, not, I'm gonna be a nun was, too. Uh, yeah, that nun was uh, Whoopi Goldberg, and she taught her to sing soul music in the choir, <laughs> and they saved the church. Yeah, there was, there was the a movie lot of... Distract. Yeah. Oh, happy day. <laughs> <laughs> Going, uh, as I was watching these nuns, just kept thinking of Sister Act or Sound of Music. And at any point in time, I was waiting for the nuns to break out in song. I know! If you can have that's nuns in a movie, they too. need to sing. Exactly. And not just Amazing Grace. Give me a break. That's cheap. Like, seeing something real. <laughs> <laughs> real. That's <laughs> uh, another so... real song. <laughs> Here's your thumb. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah. So she. This is why she wants to have a church. Yeah. And uh, then she makes Sam pick the bricks up, back up, and chase her up a hill. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, and then we get the hot montage. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was like, "Whoa, Scott Bakula." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, looking good, he, sir. Looking good. When he's doing those push-up things on the bars, I was like, whoa. Oh <laughs> I wanted him to break out the old salmon ladder. I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, and that cracked me up because I was like, oh, Claire just asked me last week what I thought if he were to do salmon ladder. I know, and I completely <laughs> forgot that this was like, they had this montage in this episode. So I was like, oh my God, are we going to see the salmon ladder? <laughs> I refuse to believe anyone um, but Stephen Amell has ever done salmon ladder. Yeah. Well, Katie yeah. loves too, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did she do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Badass. <laughs> She's a badass. That's pretty awesome. I love that actress so much. Yeah. Oh, man. I, sw- I want to be her friend. I also want to travel. She travels a lot. And yeah. so, like, really great places. <laughs> I'm just like, can't I just, like, hang out with you and you just take me around, Katie Lutz, yeah. please? <laughs> Can you adopt me? Yeah, really. Um, so anyway, so he's, he is getting the feels for boxing and, uh, Al shows back up in an all white suit. Yeah. And it's not wearing a tie for once, which was surprising. I love the color. It's kind of like, yeah, Yeah, I I really love this thing. Spiffy. Yeah, it's very (laughs) spiffy. I like it. Though I do out. feel like he just raided the, the Luther Vandrosa wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's about to go and do uh, have photos taken for his uh, his debut soul album. <laughs> I feel and I feel like aren't I feel like this is an image that we see of Al like online, like images of Al. They've had him in like a lot of white suits, mm-hmm. like yeah. but I'm I think it's just this one, but I think they have him in this maybe in this episode because they want to make him look a bit more like go for the angelic. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So he's uh, talking about some info Ziggy finally com- came up with, and uh, that Cody ended up taking a nosedive. This is the scene where he seems really sad, and I was like, "Ah, oh, why are you sad? Hey, buddy, what's wrong?" Yeah, maybe he was he's just disappointed in Cody as well. Mm, maybe. Maybe he, maybe he's gotten to know Cody since he's sitting in the, <laughs> the waiting room and he's just disappointed to find out that Cody actually takes no time. <laughs> what if he like the, the, what we don't see is like in the in the uh, waiting room, he's trying to get Ch- Cody to let him train him too and he won't do it. So Al just went home and watched like Rocky. He was like <laughs> <laughs> we could have been like that. We we cut to um Al's desk at Project Quantum Leap, and it's just like a bunch of Rocky memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was his dream. Um, also, one of the places that opens up instead of the church in that little empty lot is a singles-only gym. <laughs> just, yeah, I was just like, I don't like the sound of that. No, That's uncomfortable. You mean rape gym? <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know that cool rape gym that it just opened up down the street. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Though 
in that oh. episode of Perfect Strangers, like oh, when they meet um, Jennifer and Marianne, I think it's a singles gem, so maybe that was a thing. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I assumed it was a thing, but I just, I'm just like, do I remember ever hearing this? I feel like maybe I have. I've heard of this, but this is not a thing anymore, I don't no, think. That's, that's such like a weird, like late 80s, early 90s sounding thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then, uh, we also get Sam figuring out Al's problem is to record the, um, guy fixing his car at night and then play it back to him during the day when he's trying to sleep. Which, you know, I get, I understand. (laughs) Maybe he puts a little tiny speaker in someone's window. (laughs) 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 Kind of that. And just play it over and over again. <laughs> I mean, that's it's not an unreasonable <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of a... Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, so, the assumption is, I guess, uh, Al probably do- does go back, because he liked the idea. And then he kind of semi-joking around train Sam, and Sam's just like, oh, this is just silly. <laughs> And then Al walks away and the sad Charlie Brown music plays. (laughs) If this was like a midlife crisis thing for Al, then that would make more sense. Okay, if we start off and it's Al's birthday and we find out he's feeling old, then maybe I'll allow all this nonsense, but I just don't get it as is. (laughs) He is the most depressed we've seen him so far. Oh, Al. Um, And then uh, Chalky Gomez comes in to finish the train. (laughs) 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 and then we have they're at the bar and (laughs) thankfully they're both just drinking bottled beers at this point (laughs) leave the cap on i'll remove it myself (laughs) no don't pass it tell them to the five patrons to my left (laughs) no we're just gonna pee in the bottle first no that's not how this works guys Fuck. <laughs> it's good luck. No. Uh, so yeah. So then we hear about a little bit about Watergate is playing on the news in the bar. And we hear about Mr. the streaker. Yeah, and the, and the streaker, and Mr. Edwards talks about oh he wishes, uh, some of his lady friends were streakers or some shit like that. <laughs> I like this um this term that uh, Chalky Gomez says about. Um, or it, maybe it's um, Edwards, I can't remember, about boxes going rum-dum. I just like that word. Rum-dum. <laughs> he says it a few times, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather a boxer go rum-dum than become religious or whatever. <laughs> rum-dum. rum-dum. He's also still wearing a short, fat tie, but I kind of like the colors. These, like, darker gray, silvery colors he's wearing. I like he. If I hadn't like read and done the research that he was Dean Stockwell's brother, I never would have. No, he looks nothing like Stockwell. He, you should see that his uh, his profile photo on IMDb. He was a good-looking guy in his in his early years. Wow. (laughs) Now he kind of they could have put him in a Santa Claus outfit in this episode, and it would. I just thought he looked a bit like Wilfred Brimley. He like um, in this episode, he looks like Elder Years Perry Mason. (laughs) 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 Oh, I can't remember if Wilford Brimley ever shows up in Quantum Leap. (gasps) Oh, I hope he does. Um, Goddamn leapers. (laughs) 
and then we get also the little uh, thing clip on the news about um, George Foreman and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Ali is attempting to make history. And Edwards tells um, Sam that he's going to take a nosedive in the first round. And Sam says, can't do that. Why? Why tell him your plan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give it to yourself, Sam. Cloak your shit, Sam. We keep telling you. He doesn't know how. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of, like, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about Dixie's uh, blue pantsuit in the, ne- in the next Oh, yeah. Um, what fabric is that? What fabric is that? I don't care. Some kind of polyester. Is it? I don't know what it is. Like, it's... it's. I can't... I guess that's what was... Like, that's all I kept looking at during the scene is, like, I couldn't tell what kind of... Is it, like, plastic? What's happening? It looks synthetic and sweaty is what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's like one of those you gotta put, like, baby powder all on you before you yeah. put it on. Yeah. Oh. And also, I was, like, thinking, you know, the practical stuff, like, oh, you'd have to get, like, uh, a seamless bra and, like, seamless pants to wear under that, because it just shows everything, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. But I like, I, I do like it. Well, she looks that good is. in that color, too. Yeah. yeah, she's got a little um, green ribbon in a ponytail and a hair, and I was like, well, Dixie, you could at least get a blue ribbon so it matches your outfit. Yeah, I feel like that green ribbon was just because they were, maybe they had already... Uh, recorded the later episode or the later scene. Mm. <laughs> I just left the green ribbon in her hair. She wears green later on, so who knows? Um, but yeah, so he wants her to be a streaker, and yeah. she rightfully is like, "Why? Why are you asking me to do that? Just because I, you know, dance. I'm an exotic dancer." Um, so I kind of like her pushing back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like her. She's my favorite yeah. character in the episode. Yep. Oh, I, yeah. I like the fact that Sam realizes, even though we had an amazing training montage, the only way he's going to win this is through some tricky tactics. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's no fucking way. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I didn't understand why he was even trying. Like, it's like yeah. You're not going to learn to box in three days and be be any good at it. Um, but he talks her into it and uh, promises the donut shop. Do you think that when, like, um, the real kid Cody, like, leaps back in and she's going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to open our donut shop, he's going to be like, oh, I never wanted to open a donut shop. Like, he's actually a real ass. Oh. And, like, I don't oh. think so, because I don't think she would be with someone like that. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think she would put up with it. Yeah. And it doesn't... Unlike... Okay, with Tom and Peg, right? That was her name? Yeah, Peg. <laughs> uh, Peg. Like, y- she knew something was different about Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was not himself. He was not acting like himself. She just knew, like, something's up with this guy. Whereas, I don't think, like, I feel like Dixie would do the same thing. She would know if something were really, really different. Also, if, with, if this was a more... Cody. if If, like, uh, like, if Cody was, like, a really bad dude in like yeah. a weird controlling relationship she wouldn't know about like the dives and like the yeah, true, all yeah. shitty um sh- shifty things going on yeah like i said i really i really believe in those two kids i think they can <sighs> open I know, their that's adorable yeah um so we're back to church 
And uh, the... Sam is wearing um, black trousers. This is where he's wearing the grey shirt that has all the buttons. It does. <laughs> so many buttons. Oh, my word. <laughs> this goes leather jacket back on, which which I like. Yeah. yeah let's, get up, let's get up these buttons. One, two, three. Four. There's so many. Five. Five Why buttons. Why do you have five buttons? That we can four see. Five oh. that we can see just for the neckline. Yes. <laughs> What the hell, Sam? And it looks kind of like the material looks like a long john material. <laughs> like it should really be an undershirt of some kind. I don't know. Uh, anyway, go ahead. They're also like through this whole episode, they're doing this like, oh, we can't say we can't say bad words in a church and all this. Like, oh, he's always apologizing. Oh, sorry, sister. Like, stop it. It's gross. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fuck, sense, fuck arbitrary language censorship. <laughs> and especially when it's just yeah. to appease a fucking church. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but, but Cody wouldn't but it, feel right, that way. Brad, it's a bad word, You can't blow his cover, Brad. Jeez. So gross. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> it's, it's, everyone's gonna know it's Sam and not Cody, and it's all Brad's fault. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then he will never be able to leap home, Brad. And then those kids will never, and get, never get their donut never shop. And church. you know what? It's all thanks to you, Brad. It's all thanks to you. How do you feel? <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm, Dixie's gonna be fine regardless because she's a fucking trooper. Um, yeah. She's gonna get that donut shop. Um, but you know what? It's gonna be a better world if this church never gets built, and it's gonna be a better world if this woman stops being a nun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she she had a visit from Mr. Edwards, and she peeked in and seen that it was a thousand bucks, and that he's supposed to throw the fight in the first round. She's lost her faith. And she is just crying her little eyeballs out. That's why faith is stupid. <laughs> yes. Don't believe in things without a reason. It's a terrible way to live your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. And then she... Um, uh, I don't know. They talk for a while. I'm forwarding through all that. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> they talk about the castle and all that. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to make her feel better, and I just, I really couldn't care. What if um, she gets the money for, like, this church at the end, and then she really is, like, kind of crazy and doesn't build a church with it. She builds, like, a replica castle, like a Disneyland castle, <laughs> and, like, lives in it, and is like, I'm a princess! And Sam's like, oh, yeah, crap. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, I, you know, and I guess what really bothered me is because I really do like Dixie, and I felt like Sam was flirting with this yeah. nun, yeah. As, and it really, really bothered me. I, and the nun's flying back. Yeah, I really. Well, yeah. I feel like in another version of this script, there would be a thing where we would really be slut shaming Dixie, and oh yeah, and he yeah. would like end up with the nun. And I'm so glad that that is not the case. Um, no, yeah. They just wrote well, that's that why line. I, I, yeah. That's why I like it when he said to her, you know, he's like, it's it's a profession, you know, it's just what you do. So Which, for yeah, this time I think that's incredibly forward. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Quite, I love it when we get like bits like this in the show because it it does do stuff that is really like really ahead of itself in terms of little things like that. I mean, there is yeah. stuff. Um, I remember like stuff where you're like, oh, you know, coming up. But I mean, thinking about like when we discussed season 10 of X-Files and some of the stuff in that and we were like that you can't be doing this in in this like um you know that we discussed about that was uh, that we discussed that was really bad but the fact that they they do stuff like this in the show 
makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think another thing, this whole thing with this nun's backstory, like, I, we're, like, kind of negating the fact that, like, this is all about, like, her, like, trying to make up for this weird survivor's guilt about, like, uh, like, her family dying. And I just think someone needs to actually help her, like... Yeah. As opposed to just like, oh yeah, we're gonna get your church built, and then then what? Yeah. Then what happens? Yeah, to exactly. Her? Yeah, because yeah, she's still gonna have survivor's guilt after that, and it's just gonna almost probably be worse. Yeah, because because now she's really, yeah, it's gonna be sad. Um. So yeah, so now we're at the championship game, and we see the other guy he's fighting against, who is just <laughs> tiger cloak. <laughs> tiger okay. Rose. Yes. Now, awesome. the way a they tiger have... cloak, a uh, half shirt, I don't know what's happening. No, they've got a towel around <laughs> oh, it, but then they've got a robe on top of the towel, and it looks like a bib. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to me it looked like a half shirt. I yeah. was like, why is he wearing, like, a little half shirt without <laughs> Now, this guy, I think, this actor, who is the other boxer, I think he looks like the older, slightly psychotic brother of uh, our friend Tim Fox from episode one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Chalky is back, the actual Chalky, and he's got more, um, things in his mouth. Q-tips in yeah. his mouth. Was it earlier or later? That just reminded me where Sam is talking to the nun, but he keeps covering up his crotch. Like, oh, I that's guess he's... right at the start, where he's <laughs> okay, got yeah. uh, red cod piece <laughs> on. Why? So uh, <laughs> yeah. he's looking around, and we know we've seen Dixie there, and we see the nuns uh, there, but no Al. So he's all sad that Al isn't there. Oh, so weird. <laughs> Al's Al's just outside the quantum leap chamber, just like kicking his feet on the ground, and like oh. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Nobody wants me to train them. <laughs> this guy like really looks creepy too. He's got like super wide eyes. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I was ready. Like Tim Nonsense. Fox's older, yeah, unhinged brother. So creepy. Um, so yeah, they go to boxing, and Sam is knocked out pretty early, early on. Yeah. I love Dixie's coat in this scene. Her green coat. Oh my god, it's so gorgeous. And her little mm-hmm. little white hat, that, the green eyes, and the pearls. So great. She looks adorable. I love it. And, uh, yeah, so Sam is on the floor, and he looks over, and he sees Sad Nun, and he gets up. (laughs) (laughs) Sister Mary Sadness. (laughs) (laughs) It fuels him, the sadness of nuns. Gives him power. Um, Also, this, like, uh, what is the referee or whatever with his little bow tie? The mutton chops on this dude. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> There's also some really good, uh, when I say good, I mean half-hearted work going on by some of the extras in the crowd. Like, there's one guy in the back, and he's like, he looks like this like elderly gentleman. You can't really see his face, but you can just kind of see him sitting there, and he's just kind of feebly kind of pumping his fists. <laughs> like, really half-hearted. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, I, love, so- I love over-the-top or half-assed extra work yes. in stuff. Yes. Always a joy. So Sam comes out uh, swinging, and uh, he kind of gets him, like, I don't know, they do this hugging thing. It's like a box hugging thing. I don't know what happens, but it's I've seen yeah, it. When there is a, he's in the corner. Boxing yeah. is so gross. Like, you're just beating someone until they can't stand up anymore. 
Why do hey, we allow that? I do that? boxing, Brad, but I only punch a bag, which can't fight back, so. Yeah, you're not uh, like, really you're assaulting even worse people. <laughs> I'm even worse? Why? Because I'm hitting a full defenseless that, bag. That bag can't even fight back. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the pull back. <laughs> How much longer are we as a species going to tolerate boxing? Because that... Never. It's a good way to keep fit, but I don't like... I don't like watching... I like watching boxing training, and I like watching... Um, and it is, re- it is like a really good way of keeping fit, but the actual boxing as a sport is barbaric. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's going to stay around forever. Exactly. <laughs> I- people love watching other people being beat up. I don't know why. It's, it's so- gross fucked up yeah but it's gonna stay around forever so there's there's the answer to your question <laughs> oh, well just Tammy. deal with it Brad. okay no, i'm not giving you any points i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. god damn it <laughs> um so <laughs> anyway so he's um so they're hugging they're hugging it out in the corner uh he looks over at dixie and is like now do it now <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she gets up, takes off her little green coat. Everyone is like, "Woo!" Uh-huh. And she goes, "That's um, great." Yeah. yeah, it really is. Her and her little hat—it's just so. Oh, cute. I love that she wears the hat doing it as well. It's so cute. I'm already nominating that as my best outfit. Yes. <laughs> I will agree. <laughs> I mean, because it's just not even just the hat. She's also got, like, these pearls on and stuff. How freaking cute is she? Um, so, yeah. And so while she's streaking, uh, Sam gets to punch this guy. Which, in a way, I didn't get because it's not... The other guy didn't notice her streaking, streaking did he? Yo, you, like, How would you not notice her streaking? I think he did. Well, I, okay, because I was like, I thought he was facing the other direction. So I was like... How did he even see her? Like I don't know how he was taken off guard. <laughs> I mean, I see everyone else being taken off guard for sure. Well, but... I'm sure he. I'm sure he heard uh, uproar and then he like took, yeah. took a glance he must... and then yeah, and then was mesmerized and then punched out. I mean, understandable. Uh, Sam, Sam like totally thinks he's knocked him out at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's really excited about it. Al is now he, here with his. Red fedora. Oh my god. His oh, his red fedora. His Dick Tracy cosplay. I love it. Yeah. I, oh, it's so great. He looks like he's wandered out of Dick Tracy. He's got. Yeah. Hang on, I wrote it down. Where is it? He's got his red hat, his red and black hat. He's got a white shirt. He's got red trousers, red, orange, and yellow and black kind of pattern tie. And then his the best of all, his chessboard braces. Yeah. So good. It's it's a. I feel like this is a classic Al outfit. Yeah. It's so much better than his metallic. Oh, yeah. Yes. That I hate I hate that the, the only thing I, um, the red fedora, I don't know if, like, they just had it underneath something in the costume area or something, but it, like, the whole front of it, it, like, kind of gets floppy when he's wearing it. And I'm like, that's kind of like, weird. It looks like Carmen San Diego, wearing the words Carmen yeah. San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing that I'm like, why is this hat doing that? It's all weird. Because it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't do that. And it just looked maybe like maybe it was on the uh on the floor yeah, again. I mean, maybe. Um so he's up there helping out Sam, coaching him, telling him where to hit, what to do, 
uh, to the point of then sticking his hand through the guy's body to show <laughs> creepy. It is the worst. <laughs> it's kind of terrible. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's some real pro work from Al, just guessing, like, like based on behind somebody where he should hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he was well, a champion. He was a, he was a champion, bro. He was a golden glove, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear, a golden glove a very, very long time ago. <laughs> what do you say in the age of the dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the nuns are excited, uh, Sam is excited, and Chalky Gomez is excited. <laughs> Chalky Gomez and Chalky are excited. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> a- <laughs> and then you've got... So you've got Mr. Edwards in like looking exasperated in the audience, but then you have the extra in front of him that is like, <laughs> like he's doing this O face, but, it's, <laughs> but he's frozen in time. I don't know why he's <laughs> he's about that, to leap. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> he's another leaper, and his uh, his thing was that he had to be there to witness this fight. And then he can leap, so he's about to leap, and that's why he's frozen. Um, Dixie runs in, she's wearing uh, white ribbons in her hair, and <laughs> um, a little tan coat. She's so cute. Yeah. She is adorable, and she is so excited, because they won, and they won the big bet that they put down. <laughs> you know, the big bet. <laughs> the big bet. And, um... I guess they had Mr. Edwards, they had him put money down on that bet as well. So, however it worked out, they won $48,000. So, yeah. 24 Well, because the, the 20000 that they had saved, plus the 1000 that he was paid to take the, take the, the dive. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow, um, they ended up with forty-eight. <laughs> That is a side. Like it would have, yeah, because it would have made more sense if they had twenty four thousand in total. They put down and they've doubled their money, right? I mean, it it all depends on these odds. Cool. That we, we need to know what the odds are. Like they should have set that up before. So yeah, because they calculate well, way too fast. Yeah, because they just knew right off the bat how much it was, and um, yeah, so twenty to the church, twenty for their donut shop, and eight thousand to Mister Edwards. I guess what Brad. to buy them off. You're talking about them calculating fast. Can I point out, Dr. Stan Beckett has six doctorates, Brad. True. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of them is in gambling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we find out that Roscoe's the one that placed the bet, so he's the one that owes them all money. <laughs> but then, like, uh, then they, like, take him out, like, he, he acts like he doesn't have that kind of money. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so, he's like, oh, can I write you a check? Yeah, so I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So are they going to be able to get the money? Like, Yeah. Because like, if he doesn't have the, do money, the money, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you can break his kneecaps and all, but, like, how does this work? Mm-hmm. Kneecaps would not build a church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fill out of kneecaps? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Mr. Edwards has a little tiny tie on again. <laughs> Another tie that I am almost positive my grandfather owned. <laughs> he owned a lot of ties, just so you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So they're taking Roscoe out. And uh, Dixie's going to go with them to make sure that they get their money. 
which I love because I just imagine Dixie like roughing up Roscoe to get their money. Oh yeah, she's scrappy. She, I, I like when he comes in here, like he's got the broken nose still. Cool. Yeah, yeah. She is just so cute. I love her. Yep. I mean, compare. Let's compare her to Peg. <laughs> sad sack Peg. <laughs> sad sack Peg. Peg was in a terrible relationship. <laughs> she was pregnant. It seemed like only because everyone else was pregnant. <laughs> I, I mean, it just. She was... It's Peg will be better when she runs away um, and meets Charles and uh, Buddy <laughs> back. and gets rid of those kids. Yeah, seriously. Um, so the sister comes in and then she talks about how she had lost all her faith uh, when Sam <laughs> got knocked out in the first round. I was like, what? Yeah, some shaky right. faith. Yeah, seriously. It's very weird. And um, so anyway, she got it all back and I guess happily ever after because he leaps out. Gross. They do like a weird zoom in on him when he leaps yeah. out like we've never had before. It like zooms, it zooms, and then he leaps. I think it's. Because... I thought the weird part was. What? I think it's because like they can't have her in the frame, because they freeze it, and it would look weird if she was frozen. I think. At least that's what they, I think. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe that's why then too they hold hands for like the longest time before he leaps out, and it's just uncomfortable. That, it, but they're not holding hands. They're doing something far weirder. It's like this. I thought they were holding hands and like moving back and forth with them, like yeah, a I, little kid. Yeah, I thought they were as well. I yeah, but it's yeah, it's very bizarre. I mean, I guess you've you never done that with someone. No. <laughs> so holding your hand right now, Brad. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's just. I just thought it was weird, and I'm thinking when Cody leaps back into his body, he's gonna be like, "What the fuck am I holding this <laughs> nuts hands for?" It's very weird. Um, and he leaps into a farmer, pig a farmer, pig and I do remember that scene from watching Quantum Leap before. That scene as well as I think it's in the credits. Yeah, so I was just like, "Oh, okay, I'm." I wonder if I'll remember that episode when I watch it, because I just remember him being a pig farmer. But he's holding I that pig up, time. and he spins around, and it's a real Lion King <laughs> moment. Nice. <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, yeah. All the other pigs start bowing to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the episode. Best dress, worst dress. I'm saying best dress is Dixie with the hat and pearls. Yeah, yes. me too. I cannot disagree. It's just well, so adorable. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do love Al's white suit, um, but it's not like blowing me away. I just like it. I think it's a classic suit, but it's not an Al Calavici suit. We've no. come to expect more wackiness from him, um, but I, Where, I love Dixie. If now, if he had taken a marker to that suit, then exactly. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he hadn't taken the marker yet because he was feeling a bit sad. So yeah, he was on his way to to put some marker on it. Um. All right. Worst dress. I'm gonna say hmm, Al's that that jacket. bronze jacket. I yeah. I I don't mind the rest of the outfit. I actually quite like the rest of the outfit. 
that jacket, mm. like, not only is it, it's insanely ugly, but it, well, it's, no, I mean, it's made out of the fabric of 12 jackets. Yeah, and there's there wasn't anything special about the rest of that outfit either until, like, he took the jacket off and we saw the tie, but I don't think that can be included. And no. the pants were just black pants. The only other magnificent thing about the outfit was the copper shoes, which I did love. And I yeah, kind of wish I owned a pair of copper shoes. <laughs> yeah, I love those shoes. But, yeah, that jacket was just... It was horrible. Yeah, um, it didn't make any sense. And not in a it, fun way. We have to blame him, you know, like, it's his lack of sleep. He wasn't thinking. Okay. Alright. So really, we blame the neighbor. <laughs> it's the neighbor's fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, who won and who lost? Well, that nun won, because she's going to get her castle. Mm. <laughs> she's going to be a princess again. But she's <laughs> she's going to be a nun, whereas before she got away from uh, her faith, which is a... True. I don't know. Yeah, but even though she lost her faith, faith I don't know if she was going to stop being a nun. I think uh, that's she, just... You know what, reason. as well, she also got to be there during the sexy workout. Yeah, she did. She did get to do that. Something we would all like to do. Yeah. Uh, who lost? I, I this think episode? I what? think Cody won. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's true. A, he's got a donut. He's shop. a real boxer. He's got a donut shop. He's got Dixie. He's got Dixie. Yeah. Also, Sam's like giving him a much um, better body, <laughs> yeah, and he's done all the hard work for him. You have to do anything. Yeah. yeah. He's just been sitting in the waiting room. <laughs> So who lost? Did Al lose this episode? Because <laughs> he was just such a sad sack the whole time. <laughs> a sleepy sad yeah. sack. A Roscoe. <laughs> and, he, and Al lay on the ground. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Roscoe so, and also Al, could be up Al there. wore that jacket, which was terrible. That jacket should be burnt. <laughs> Burn the jacket. All right, so Cody won and Al lost. So sad. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Al. That's what happens when you both wear a bad coat around us. That's that's Let's better. Uh, we expect much, much more. Uh, all right, time for feedback. Um, I have to tell you about my dream the other night as well before feedback. Is that okay? Sure. So I had a dream in which, um, and I think this is because of um, watching the Quantum Leap last week, in which Al was doing all the miming. Because I had a dream in that um, uh, we were in a bar, as in um, the three of us. Sorry, Will, you were not there, I'm sorry. No. Um, you were there in spirit. And um, <laughs> and we met two Dean Stockwells who were running the bar. They were like Dean Stockwell twins. And one of them could oh. only communicate through mime. <laughs> and that was my dream. That is an odd dream. <laughs> it's very odd, but I, I kind of traced it back and was like, well, maybe it's because of he did all the weird miming last week. I don't know. I don't know how my brain works. But that, that <laughs> was my dream. <laughs> Sorry, Claire. I'm unfriending you now. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're always, you're in every other dream of mine, Will. <laughs> that one. was the Dean Stockwell part that got me. That was it. That was okay up until then. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, it was it was very odd, but yeah, that was my first quantum leap dream. That was my first quantum leap spilling over into my dreams because of this podcast. I'm sure it'll happen to me because I had X Files dreams, <laughs> I had Tammy Scully too. dreams. <laughs> we know Tammy did as well. 
I only had the one where David Duchovny was an asshole to me. Brad, <laughs> <laughs> might, you might have your dreams of like swirling geometric patterns, but they might then turn into one of um, uh, Al's ties or something. My dreams are closer to uh, what Ziggy looks like in later seasons than anything. <laughs> All right, we got a voicemail here. Well, how did you like it? I liked it a lot. What's wrong with your voice? I am sick. I think there's something I need to tell you, son. You're going to start getting hair in places you didn't have hair before. <laughs> <laughs> and when a man and a woman love each other very much, when a bird and a bee love each other very much. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the episode. Yeah, I thought the episode was pretty cool. It's cool that his girlfriend was a stripper. That was cool. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I thought that it was cool because she was doing something nice for the church, and I like the training scenes. The generic Rocky music that they play in all 80s TV shows when somebody starts training? Yes. Then why do they have to play some goofy, spooky music every time somebody... Phases through a hologram. Yeah, whenever somebody goes through Al, they play the music as if the actual image of someone's body going through his body isn't enough to show that he's a hologram. Yeah. Yes. It's the 80s. 80s audiences were dumb. I know. The nuns were dressed ridiculously. They were dressed like Sally Field flying nun nuns. What did you think about the way Al was dressed? 80s. 80s? It's just 80s? It's just 80s in my mind. My mind is just thinking 80s. There's nothing else to it. He's got a neighbor that revs his engine all hours of the night. That's not legal. It's not? No, it's not legal. What happened to your legs? Well, I scratched them. So, yeah. There was a boxing match. Yeah, the boxing matches were funny because as soon as he leaped, he just gets punched in the face as soon as he leapt. And that was pretty funny because as soon as the episode starts, you're just like, punch him in the face. So I would rate this 5 out of 10 boxing gloves. 6 out of 10 boxing gloves. It was better than average? Uh-huh. Okay. On the other news, we made our first YouTube video. We made it on old games, and spoiler alert, our next one will be... Unreal Tournament? Yeah. Then it will be Sega Genesis, which is the part two where I earn the trophy back. Spoiler alert. I think that's all. But yeah, my voice is cracking. You're going to start having hair in places you didn't... Ah! You're going to notice changes no. in, in your body. No. All right. Say goodbye, Dad. Goodbye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. Oh, it's like we 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 can see Cooper growing in front of us, coming a man. It's pretty much Josie's reaction when I've got to have those talks too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the the correct reaction. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. I want to check out their YouTube video. You didn't tell us where we can find it, guys. <laughs> on YouTube, Claire, obviously. <laughs> oh! We know the only things on YouTube are Cooper and John and Allison's video she told us about last week. <laughs> That's it, right? And cats. Cats, lots of cats. Hello, Calaviciers. Uh, my feedback for Right Hand <laughs> of uh, The episode where Al turns into Cap Calloway for some reason in the boxing ring. <laughs> and, uh, you know, help Sam win. And possibly fall in love with the nun and maybe have sex after he bounces back to the pig farm? I don't know. That's a possibility. Uh, Dixie, very foxy lady. Uh, she had some amazing outfits. Um, 
Her hair was a little much for me. Her hair and makeup were a little too much, but that's the 80s. Everybody had crazy hair and crazy makeup, even though they were playing the 70s. That was, that was definitely pretty 80s. Uh, the gold jacket was amazing, but the, the standout was Cap Calloway out. That was uh, incredible. Uh, really, it was incredible. Uh, so the gist, I guess, of the episode was uh, Sam... I still think Sam's goal in this or what he was supposed to do is definitely convert that nun to sleeping with him i'm pretty sure that's <laughs> what the real goal was but we'll never know because now he's i don't know somewhere on a pig farm probably in tennessee or something like that so uh fantastic fashion episode i wasn't super involved <laughs> in the story but fantastic fashion episode so i, I give it a i don't know a thumbs up or something for fashion all right guys Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Also, how dare you say that jacket was great? No, Michael, it was not. It, it was it was the worst thing ever. It was a crime. It made me cry deep deep in my soul. And also, <laughs> also, how dare you mention Tennessee pig farms? Because now I'm just having flashbacks to my childhood um, with my family that had pig farms in Tennessee, and it was disgusting and gross. Oh, Brad, what if um, Sam has, like, leapt into uh, a couple's relative? Well, then maybe he's there to stop stop the, stop the them from being in the KKK or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe tell them to take the uh, bullets out of the gun that hang over the kid's bed. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Or what if we find the... out next week that, like, Al's like, oh, Ziggy says there's a 99% chance you're here to make sure young Brad Couples gets out of Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Nice. We could see your character as you were in uh, Iron Man 3 appear again. Little bright couples in the basement waiting for Iron Man. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, So that was it. Thank you for feedback. Um, And Will, thank you for joining us for this episode. Thanks for Uh, having me. Where can we find you on the internet? Oh, yes. Uh, you can find me. Uh... <laughs> that was very sinister. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Down Below, a Babylon 5 intro cast. We're getting close to the end of the series. Um, also on Spartacast about the star series Spartacus. Yeah. And also on the Sensei podcast, Sensei returns for a Christmas special this week. So the podcast will be returning soon. Netflix keeps telling me about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was, well, you know, I think I had heard it from you that they were going to do like a, some kind of special and then there was like nothing about it. So yeah, uh, there's nothing for like a long time, but then finally, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're doing this actually. Like, Oh, okay. Well I'll watch it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> are the, um, the Wachowskis, are they still involved in this series or not? Cause I know they created Lana- it. Lana is, she's the one pretty much running the show right now, but uh, her sister isn't really involved right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there hasn't been any news about, well, as far as I know about them doing any movies since Jupiter Ascending. But, um, (laughs) like, so I didn't know if they were concentrating on the show, like, and heavily involved in it, like, showrunner things, or if they, you know, had just kind of kicked it off, like, you know, J.J. Abrams with Lost, and then they were taking a, a back seat. I think season one, they were both heavily involved. Season two, Lana took over and she's running the show now. Oh, what cool. I've heard. Mm. 
I still need to watch it. Yes, you do. <laughs> I will. I've got lots of stuff to watch. You've got that. You've got The Simpsons to watch. I mean, there's a lot. I just bought The Simpsons um, for my friend for Christmas. She doesn't listen to this, so I can say. Christmas, <laughs> so I might borrow it once I've given it to her. So, yeah, nice. Can I just borrow your present and watch it? I also need to watch um, uh, Hip Hop um, Evolution, Tammy. Yep. All the things. All right, so we're going to wrap this up because we're still recording this episode. So, <laughs> Will, thanks again for joining us. Uh, thank you, thank you. See you in a few weeks, I think. Yay. All right, bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, boy. Happy winter song. Yes. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com. Send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast. And you can find us on Facebook under Calabici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. I want to be a nun so I can marry a priest and we'll have a baby and name him Jesus. Our house would have a swimming pool for little baby Jesus to walk on. We'd send him to Sunday school to sing songs about himself. Oh, mom and dad, I want to be a nun. Wouldn't it be fun to go to Rockefeller Center and go ice skating? A cliche, I know, but it's okay to be singing songs about the nunnery where they sent Ophelia, but that was Shakespeare and this is God. One and the same, says my English teacher. I want to be a nun so I can drink wine on Sundays and beer on St. Patrick's Day. My sister Mary Margaret O'Brien and the father and the son, we'd all go for a drive. With a little papa dog named Moses and he'd part the traffic as we sit on the 405. Because nuns are neat and nuns are cool. I met a lot of nuns in Catholic school. Consensus says nuns like to sing. But I once met a nun in a boxing ring. Just like the doll. Whoa, I want to be a nun. So I can meet Whoopi Goldberg and hide out in casinos. To save the world from crooks. And pray for starving kids. And we hang with Donald Trump. Sporting our old big habits. And then we'd go flying with the mom from Forrest Gump. Whoa-oh, mom and dad, I want to be a nun. Wouldn't it be fun to go to Rockefeller Center and go ice skating? A cliche, I know, but it's okay to be singing songs about the nunnery where they sent Ophelia, but that was Shakespeare, and this is God.